You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Dan Peterson and a special guest, Jamie Weisler, here in uh, London at the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented to you by Roy H. Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. We are a five-time winner of the Consumer Choice Award, five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, four-time one winner of the London uh, Reader's Choice Award, first-time winner of St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and the proud sponsor of the 2017 Ford World Men's Curling Championship. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll be listening every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on how heating, air conditioning, and plumbing works and how how we can help you in your home. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Uh, you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. So please don't wait and give us a call, and we have a call already. Already? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One second. How are you today, Mr. Inch? I'm doing really well. I am sitting in Beijing at the semifinals. Nice. And we're in the eighth end, and Russia's winning 6-3 to three against Sweden. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. And the... The winner plays, Steve? Who's the winner play? In the semifinal, I think the winner plays Canada, no. Peter. In the final. In the you final. Are correct. In yeah. the gold medal game. That's yeah. exciting. Uh, yeah, it is. Now, I, I do have a guy beside me here. He's got a question, uh, heating and air question. I'm going to pass the phone to him first, and then, <laughs> then I'll talk to you a little bit. So his name's Hugh here, so just say. Okay. Oh. Hello? Hi, Hugh. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. <laughs> how, are, how are things in Beijing? Um, it's interesting. It, it's great, um, but interesting. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, so heating and air question, eh? Sure. Um, Peter recommended a couple of years ago, uh, what did you recommend? Mini a mini split. Yes. So I get it installed. It works great, but I haven't had it serviced, and so he laughed at me. When I asked him how often I should have it serviced, so that's my question. <laughs> so the reason he's asking you to ask me that, Hugh, is uh, I, I I bought a tankless water heater and I didn't do a maintenance on it for a couple of years, and then it just stopped working. Uh, so he okay. he constantly likes to uh, give me a hard time on the radio um, because right. lack of maintenance just means your product, you know, will will probably sure. fail on you on, on the either the hottest day of the year. So. You should right. you should maintain that once a year is our recommendation here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, that makes sense. I will uh, I will take that advice actually and make the call. Okay. That's Thank right. you. Thank you for uh, thanks for thanks for the question, Hugh. Yeah. No worries. I'll give you back to Peter. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm trying to get business I, even over here. In I feel like no. I've been set up, but no. <laughs> oh, I just told him I was calling, and so they, I can pass you over. There's Kathy even has a question here. So. <laughs> I can go down the whole row. You could. I, I see yeah. that uh, your your dietary, uh, how are things for your diet? Well, I, I am losing weight. It's a good thing. Uh, we did try some new food tonight. 
And how? And I'll tell you tomorrow morning how it went. Okay. <laughs> how was the Peking duck, though? That was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, it, that was very nice. In matter of fact, the team loved it so much they went back there tonight. To have, oh, did they? To have oh, okay. that dinner again? Yeah. So, huh. so when is uh, when's when, the final, Peter? Uh, final is tomorrow at three our time, which will be three in the morning your time. So three o'clock tonight for us if we want to watch the final live. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, that was a good game that they had against Russia. Um, there was a few ends that uh, it was very close. Yeah, it was a good game. We, uh, it's easier to watch this at home than it is to watch it live. But, I see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, I was on the edge of my seat, but we have a great team over here, and the Holman team is just playing awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I, I plan on uh, giving them a gold medal tomorrow. Good. Uh, C- oh, and good. CBC ran a uh, a thing on the air just about their training schedule, and uh, you know, considering how hard they train to play, I'm not surprised that they're as strong as they are. Yeah, they they got that training schedule from me. That's my normal workout every morning. So. <laughs> that's your normal workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. So well, that's I pass imp- that on to them. So. Th- that's impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just on a, on a sad note, you didn't win this week. Sorry. I, I didn't. What? Where did my song finish? Carl, where did he finish up? Peter, it's uh, it's hard for me to tell you this, but uh, did I make you were fourth make place? The cut? Four, fourth out of fourth out of six, Peter. All right. Well, that's hey, um, that's better than last place. So. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Anyways, you guys have a good uh, good yeah. show, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Hey, yeah. make sure you cheer the girls on, and um, you know, just. We're we're sending all our th- our thoughts because we we re- really would like to have a gold medal. Yeah, they. I've been accused of being too loud. Oh. But, uh, we'll be loud tomorrow for sure. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take care. Okay. Thanks for calling. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. No Bye. problem. Bye. Bye. Wow, that's kind of a pleasant surprise. All the way from China. All the way from China. <laughs> You're making impressions over in China with your lack of service. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be talking about it for months over there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say thank you, Jamie, for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. And Mr. Carl Garnish, thank you for always producing the show. Well, it's my pleasure. It's always fun to come on in and see what's going to happen in each show. Yes. So, and and uh, we had a huge participation this week with the uh, with the Battle of the Songs, and uh, we had six people enter songs this week. Well, it's starting to get tougher. Hmm. Well, it is, yeah. <laughs> and and the music selection was quite spectacular, I it thought. It was, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So we won't uh, say any more than that. The, the Carl's going to do his thing when it comes to who won and who didn't, but Peter did finish fourth. <laughs> he did finish fourth, yeah. I I, uh, I feel like we're just we're alluding to it, but of course I, I did finish sixth for anyone who was curious how I finished. <laughs> I loved your song, Carl. I would have voted for yours if I didn't vote for my my own. I was going to say it's it, you know separate ways because we're not going to be able to play it, unfortunately. But that's okay. But <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of that song. I think it's a fantastic song. It is a fantastic song. Like there's a Diane in the office was she was she she thought I should vote for this, but she couldn't because she had to vote for Dan's song. That's right. Maybe that's why you're fifth and I'm sixth. Maybe it's like that one vote difference. <laughs> that's right. Diana's vote turned the table. All right. Well, we should probably go to a quick break, and uh, we'll catch you right after. It's all yours, Carl. 
You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. And there we are, Piano Man, the winner of last week's Battle of the Bands. Congratulations, Steve. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. (laughs) Good song. It is a good song. It is a good song. As I was alluding to uh, you guys, just um, I just like the way it starts. It's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. The regular crowd shuffles in. So here we are. Recording it uh, just to make sure we had it for the show. You were absolutely right. It was as soon as I heard it. I think everyone mutually, whoever voted for you, has really good taste because what a great song to start with. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Thanks he's very a, much. He's just buttering you up because he was last. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I'm going to beat you one day at this battle of the songs. I promise you. All right. <laughs> and and see here we are. We've got a very vibrant rivalry going on between us. Yeah. All right. We've had, uh, you know. Some interesting weather, an abundance of rain. We have. And what do you think those sump pumps are doing, Dan? Working real hard. Yeah. Um, if you don't, if your sump pump isn't working real hard right now, um, you're lucky. You must have good drainage, good natural drainage, but the uh, best thing you can do is just check on that sump pump every once in a while, just make sure it's going. The last thing you want is a flooded basement right now. So then should you kind of have, like if you've got an older sump pump, should you just kind of have a backup sitting there, or is it prevent? Is it just good preventive maintenance just to change it, even though it's kind of old but still working? Like, what do you, what do you recommend? Well, I think you should have some sort of backup there. Um, you can you go with like a water jet backup or a battery backup if you're in the country. Probably a battery backup if you're in the city. A water jet, right? Um, water jet works on a the water principle at. It has a venturi. It reduces the the pressure, and it allows the water, the pump, to bring the water up out of the hole and pump it down the drain. The drawback to that is you're using city water to do it. Right. But the advantage and disadvantage is you want a flooded basement. You know, it's uh, it's a big advantage to have that, even though you're paying for that water coming in and that water going out. It's much better than having a flooded basement. Like, is there not something on our insurance policy? Like, and I know the insurance companies are getting a little bit harder to deal with on, on basement floods. Yeah. Yes. Water is the enemy. Well, yes. yes. Water is the enemy. And I, I know Definitely. if you've if you've ever had a claim, they're not really interested in really insuring you again, no. are they? No, and, and some some companies won't actually uh insure you on water backup unless you have a rider on your policy. Okay. Already. So you should check your insurance. That's a very, very important thing. Make sure that you are covered for a backup. And also, some insurance companies offer a discount if you do get a, a battery backup or a water jet backup of some sort. And now, is there any particular uh, sump pump that we recommend? Well, I don't like to specify any brands. Okay. But, uh, 
some are better out there. Do a little bit of research. There are some out there that are better than others. Now, my friend Jerry, he he had a brand specific. He he wanted a Zettler pump, right? Yeah, a Zoller. A Zoller, okay, yeah, Zoller. A Zoller. Yeah, yeah, and Zoller's been around for a long time, and uh, they make a cast iron pump. Yep. Uh, I think they're made in Ohio, Illyria, Ohio. I think so. It's a it's a good North American brand. Awesome. Yeah. Now, go ahead, Jimmy. Well, uh, just on the battery backup. Uh, yeah. How, how often should you service or replace that battery? Because it's not something that you can go in and test. It's not like your car where, okay, today it didn't start very well. Yeah, now right. I need a new battery. Exactly, right. yes. You know, with that, this is sight unseen. Like, is it just something randomly once a year you say, nope, I'm going to put a new battery in there and be done with it? Well, the the battery, it does, you know, it depends on the, how often it's used. There's a trickle charge on the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, the battery manufacturer will tell you how long that battery is going to last. But I always recommend that you unplug your sump pump and check that battery back up to make sure it is working. And another thing is uh, have a standby battery because some of them will only last, so will only pump continuously for so many hours. Right. And a lot of times when you use your battery backup, it's just for a, a short period of time. But if you get your hydro out for eight hours or something like that, then your battery probably will die. Okay. Yeah. And and these batteries aren't just regular car batteries either, are they? No, they're more of a marine battery. Like a deep uh, cycle, a deep RV cycle battery. battery, yes. Now is that is yeah. a like in the car industry, is the battery technology for this getting any better? Like is have they gone to lithium cells or they're just using they're using acid cells? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I <laughs> no. haven't heard anything. No, I haven't heard anything either. I, I don't think that there's anything special yet. It okay. seems logical to think that that technology yeah. would come down the pipes towards that as well. Yeah. Well, you would think so, yeah, yeah, but maybe it's just, maybe it's cost prohibitive. But cost, right, because, right? you know, a regular RV battery could cost you less than $200 for a sump pump, whereas yeah. one of those lithium-ion might be $500. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. the, there again, a claim in your basement oh, could be you don't want that. twenty, thirty, yeah. forty thousand dollars. Could, yeah. could be depending on how bad it is. Sure, it yeah. could yeah. be. Yeah. Easily. And most people's deductible is going to be over a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you, both of you uh, live you you two live side by side. Yes, <laughs> yeah. in St. Thomas. Yes, we do. Yes. And you both have some pumps. Yep, I yes. pump mine into Dan's. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that. Yeah, that I, saves yeah. saves on my water. So bill. you're a little higher than he <laughs> yes, is. Yes, a little bit. I see. No, I okay. was away that day. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but when he was that trench, yeah, that mysterious when he, when trench, he piped it over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so maintenance on a sump pump? Yes. No. Yes, definitely. So w- what would you do? Definitely check uh, your sump pit. Make need sure to, that need, any, to, need to clean it. If there's any gravel or anything in there. You want to make sure that that gets out of there because sometimes, depending on the tolerance and the impeller and the pump, a small stone could could get in and seize that impeller up. I never thought about that. Yeah. And in our systems, right, and we're clay tile, yes. so you can have a piece of that clay tile get could loose. Could come off, yes. Whereas new construction is a plastic big O with a sock. I see. And sometimes a silt, just yep. natural, doesn't matter what you have for drainage, you're going to get silt in there. Sometimes that will will rise up in the bottom of the hole and actually plug the bottom of something. So it's important off season yep. when we're not when we because obviously this is high season for our drainage. Yes. So yes. off season we should be addressing those things yes. and making sure. Yeah. There's another thing to look for is a lime deposit in your 
since it's groundwater, quite often there's more right? minerals in there. Right. And I've seen the lime build up on the floats of the pump so much that it won't allow, that makes the float heavier and won't allow it to come up and go on. So there are those three things that you should always look for. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. See, I I live in uh, North London in a in a subdivision um, Sifton. It was a Sifton concept idea. So we are all yeah. slab on grade. Yes. So I have no sump pump. You have no basement, right? I have no basement. Yeah. No. So it, it it's an advantage in some cases. I don't have to have a sump pit in my in my house, but you know, mm-hmm. really storage is at a premium at our place as well. So do you have a big shed? I got a little shed. Yeah. <laughs> A big shed would be awesome, actually. You know, a basement is a good place to put your stuff, and you don't <laughs> want your stuff to get wet. And hide from the wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that that takes care of some pumps. Thank you. Um, also, just we've been having a lot of questions on uh, water hammer these days. So I think the, the first thing I need to ask is, what is it? It's fairly common. Um, especially with the new style faucets. Okay. When you open your tap up, you have a flow of water coming through at 50 PSI, pounds per square inch, flowing through there, and you shut it off. So you've taken that flow from 50 to zero in the matter of seconds, and it sends a shock back down the pipe. So it'll rattle anything that's not fastened tightly, and that is water hammer. That can loosen a solder joint. It could actually crack a joint. It's usually not that severe, but it could be. Okay. So that's what it is. And so, and you say more prevalent now than what it used to be? Right. Is that because of uh, what we're doing with our plumbing? Like we're not galvanized, obviously wouldn't hammer at all, I take it, right? Right, very seldom. But the water pressures, I take it, are higher now than they used to be as well. They are, but it's our faucets turn on and off so much quicker. Okay. It's just a matter of opening the handle, closing the handle. I see. Where the okay. other one says you're dialing That's it down, right. you're, it's a slow. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't get the hammer with a with the old style faucets that you're you're turning on and off that are screwing down. So then, same thing with the toilets these days. Do yeah. they shut off? Quicker? Quicker, yes. They fill and shut off quicker. Yes. A lot of times they'll fill up slowly, and just before they get to the end, they'll close quickly. I That'll see. send a water hammer or a shock wave down the pipe. That's basically what it is. Think of it as a shock wave. Okay. Yeah. So then, interestingly enough, these water services that they replace, they've been old, and the pressure has not been able to come mm-hmm. into the house, and now we we redo the line yeah. that take that that now that pressure is right back up again. So exactly. a house that may have not have had it may have it now because yes. of a, a new intake line into the yeah. house. And and the volume too with the new lines, it's a little bit of a combination of both things. Interesting. Yeah. And well, what about the, uh, like old technology was like Steve said, galvanized pipe or even yeah. copper pipe. Now we're dealing with plastic tube. Yes. So is the plastic tube easier on that hammer because it's a little bit more flexibility <laughs> or is it more prone to fracture because of that? The the pipe is not so apt to fracture and the water hammer is still there, but you may not hear it hear the same because it. it doesn't rattle the same. Right. But it's still there. And it still has the potential to do the same still damage. still has the potential to do the same. 
So I, I know they make a water hammer arrester. Yes. And does that go on the system or does it go on the fixture? Well, you can do it both ways. Okay. You can get a bigger one that does a whole home. Um, you can put them underneath the the kitchen faucet, in behind the shower. Uh, I like to see them closer to where the water hammer is occurring. Washing machines are bad because the solenoid opens and closes so fast in the washing machine. Right. That's a great spot for them. And you don't have to. You have, you're talking about arresters, which is a, a product that is designed to do that. But there are, the older way was to build an air chamber with a piece of pipe so long and such a big diameter. That's what that we have in our it. houses. Yes. Our vintage yes. in the 60s built houses. Right. Okay. Uh, we have, Carl's given me the sign. It's time to go to break. But if we, uh, anybody has any questions or, or if anything, any interest on water hammer in your house, please give us a call at uh, 519-643-2222. Thanks, Carl. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Welcome back. It's uh, Steve Gilbert and Dan Peterson, the Godfather, and Jamie Weiser. And we're here with you with the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, Inch by Inch. And uh, looking for your call and any questions you may have. Our phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Mr. Weiser, congratulations yes. on second place. Oh, thank you. Well, it's still the first loser, but I'll take it. That's well, yeah. and so uh, the hip. That's a reference to your uh, your hockey team, the boys with blue on there. Thank first you. Year in thirteen years, they might actually make the show. So yeah, and well, the hip in that song refers to their last time they you know won the cup, which was a few days ago. It is a few mm-hmm. days ago, like fifty yeah. some other yeah. years. And, and I'm I'm quite thrilled with the boys in blue because you know yeah. we, we didn't. I'm good with the seven-year plan. I'm, I'm, I just, you know, but if they do well, they do well. Yeah, they're playing good hockey right now. They're, yeah, yeah, they're they're fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, they are. I didn't ask Dan with our night's report. We lost a close game last night. We did um, four to three in overtime. Four to three overtime. Um, almost the complete overtime period almost is that I right it was that... 5 minutes or 6 mm-hmm. minutes left in overtime when Windsor scored on a deflection um london goalie uh parsons didn't really have a chance on it it was just a bang bang and it's in and uh, but you said he played well last he night he did play very well very well yeah but uh windsor's goalie played very well too yes uh, i mean london could have been all over them in the first and windsor's goalie held them in and London's goalie held them in, so they they're at it again on Sunday afternoon at two. You'll be there. Uh, I'll be there, and uh, <laughs> and at home, and we'll be hopefully cheering on uh, the first victory of the series. Awesome. Yeah. Now you had an opportunity to go, Jamie. You didn't go. 
No, I did not. No. You were at a uh, fundraiser function. Yep, yep to help the uh, St. Thomas Elgin General Hospital last night. So. And it was a trivia night. It was a trivia night, yes. And so there was uh, you and some people from my place of employment, yes, uh, from yep. work. Yes. And uh, Yeah, it didn't go so well, no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there were 17 teams, and uh, let's say we're kind of like, uh, well, like the, the, the song choice here for Carl. We were last place, too. <laughs> but it was still fun. You're not going to chime in on that, Carl? Uh, you know, I just, I wish, I wish Steve Perry was here right now just to make this case for himself. That right. might be the subject of a trivia question next it year. It could be, yeah. absolutely, yes. I hope that's what happens. One time Jamie will be doing a trivia thing and it'll be like, you know, what was this? Uh, who's this famous? And he'll, it'll be Steve Perry and he'll have to admit it to win his like trivia night. There you go. See, I randomly tell people those trivia type things in, in conversation and, and I don't think they listen. So long story short, I told my wife something about uh, payola. And so we're playing a music trivia game, and it's up for all the marbles. And the question was Paola, and she knew the answer only because I told her, and she was on the other team, and we lost. <laughs> I, I was pretty upset for days. It still stings. <laughs> I, because it's very vivid in your mind. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be careful. Sometimes they are listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we were talking about Water Hammer. Yes. So um, I, th- I don't think we had any other questions on that. We were good with that? Okay. Uh, I think so. All right. I think we're good. Uh, if they have any questions, call us up. Let us know. So we did have a question that came in. It was about a water softener. Um, <laughs> Do we have any heating cooling questions this week? Or? <laughs> I got some heating. Why, oh. do, you, do you want a heating and cooling question? <laughs> oh, no, no. It's okay. Whatever you want. Okay. Well, let me do let me a water do the, softener. Let me do the water softener okay. first, okay? And then I promise we'll do a heating and air conditioning question. Okay. Okay? So... Water softeners. Yes. Can they be repaired? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Um, for our venturis and screens and uh, and motors, there's quite a bit to a water softener head. There's quite a bit in that small piece at the top. A lot of gearing, isn't there? Uh, there is. There is. There's timers and there's salt settings and all of that's in the top of your the head of your water softener. Right you know, where your clock is. Um, there's a lot of things in there. But um, as long as it's not anything too major, the the smaller things can be repaired. And if the softener is not real old, you can actually change the head on it if you want to. Okay. Now, uh, certainly, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, even just in the immediate outskirts of London, there are, there are people who are on softeners or... Yes. But I guess I'm trying to say, like, when you're walking, like when I walk into a house, I may see a softener, but then I'm, I may see other things attached to that softener. And so, really, uh, there's lots going on with water in, in the immediate area. Like, one pocket outside of London doesn't necessarily mean that all the pockets outside London are that same way. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, you could have iron, you could have sulfur, you could have anything going on in your A water. lot of things. And that's why, if you think you would like a softener, you should always bring a sample of the water in first, um, so that we can check that for right. iron. We can check it for just about anything that's out there. Um, it takes a few days, but there's no point in getting a softener when you don't know what you have to work with, and knowing what the hardness of your water is in the parts per million iron. That's what you have to have so that we know what to work with, so that we can give you the proper softener 
that's size for your particular area. It'd be like me trying to do a to put a furnace in your house without doing a heat loss. Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing. So I look at it and go, well, I think it's this, and my years of experience yeah. tell me it's this, but I could be way off. That's right. That's right. You may not need a 40-green softener. You might only need a 15. So always check that. And I take it when it comes to water softening, bigger is not necessarily better. That's right. That's right. It's not necessarily better. And and when you have water softener, Dan, there's something I've wondered about. We don't, in our in our neck of the woods, right. our water's pretty good. Yeah. But if you have a run a water softener, do you have to have a separate uh, water drinking system, like a filtering um, system? Or That actually depends on the people. Um, some people do not like to brush their teeth in soft water. Some people don't like to water their flowers with soft water. Um, it, it really isn't. You know, it's a personal preference. But there's nothing wrong with drinking soft water? Not really, because if your softener's working properly, there should be a lot of people that are concerned that the salt, if you use salt, that it goes, that's in your drinking water coming out of your tap. If your softener's working properly, you you should have none of that. Maybe the first time you turn it on after a regeneration, you might get a little bit through, but as long as your softener is working fine, you shouldn't have any problems. Right, because the salt's just there to absorb the mineral, right? Well, it's an, like an ion yes. exchange, exchange, actually, but uh, there's a lot more physics involved in than that. Okay, than that, but that's basically what it is. Think of it as a magnet. But I think some people are under the misconception that it's just like taking a glass of water and shaking salt into it, and like yeah, drinking I salt think so. water, I right? Think that's and that's right. not the case. No, no, that's not the case. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So then one more question on water softening then, Dan. So we're in the city of London and right. city of St. Thomas. We're all being fed by either Lake Huron or Lake Erie. Yes. And yes. that water is treated at the source and then shipped to us. That's right. So, and really there there's no need to soften that water. Well, that's another thing that actually depends on the individual. So it's a personal preference It's always. a personal preference. Our water here is really not very hard Okay, compared to a lot of places. I feel there's no need to, to soften my water at home. It doesn't destroy my clothes. It doesn't destroy my plumbing fixtures. It's not corroding my pipe. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't need that. But I grew up in the rural route. I've had soft water the entire... I grew up with it, and I just... I like it. I like I how it feels it. in my skin. I like how That's it does right. my soaps, my shampoos. Yes. I use less soap. I use less shampoo. And and people, that's where you get back to the personal okay. preference. Right. People are used to that. They like that. Okay. So thank you. I hope that clears up all those questions on water softening. <laughs> I got the signal from Mr. Carl. So Carl, we're going to go to break and we'll talk to you right after this. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Welcome back, and we're here with you in studio with Mr. Dan Peterson, Mr. Jamie Weisler, Carl Garnish, and myself, Steve Gilbert, here on the Inch by Inch, the ultimate 
Home Comfort Show. Uh, phone lines are open, so please, if you have a question in regards to heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and transmissions, <laughs> you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, that last song was put in by Richard, and he right. just he kind of threw his name into the fray. That he's, He texted us last week, and Peter said, sure, if you want to pick a song, pick a song, so... <laughs> That just makes it hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he happened to scab out third. Yes. Good song, though. Good song. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he meant by it? Summer in the city? I, You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, he goes to a trailer. He has a trailer at... Uh... And around Grand Bend somewhere, so he is a you know he is a licensed uh, HVAC air conditioning technician, so maybe he's looking forward to summer in the city. He may be. Yeah, wants uh, wants to do a lot of AC maintenances and repairs. <laughs> That's right. Maybe, but if he doesn't call in because he's an avid listener, then I guess we won't know. Oh well, okay. I'm sure he'll be listening. He usually does. I promised you, Dan. I promised you an HVAC question. Do you want me to give you the answer? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not every day we have the Godfather Plumbing in studio, so there's going to be a lot of plumbing oh, questions sometimes. Yeah, that's Carl. right. Yes, thanks, Carl. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Carl's a good friend of yours. He's turned out to be a good friend of mine, yes. <laughs> Whose side is he on after all? <laughs> He's on Carl's side, no. actually, yes. That's oh. right. Hey, I like all of your songs. I think they're all great, <laughs> and uh, I think every one of you has a very interesting talent that I love hearing about every week. <laughs> So Richard's afraid to call, but he did just text me, the heat is coming, get your AC ready. <laughs> so that's what I thought. Well, you should be having your tune-ups done. Speaking of that, thank you, Richard. We won't uh, allude to that. So the summer is coming. Uh, we've had very interesting weather. Like we thought spring was like a month ago, and yes. then it turned cold again. Yeah. And now, you know, yesterday was... 20 degrees outside. It was crazy. So we're all expecting to have a hot summer. And usually that first hot day, our phone lines go absolutely crazy because all of a sudden we can't get to everybody's problem. Yeah, right? That's right. So we're telling people, like we started, we're starting to do AC maintenances and just the importance of getting them done just so that when that heat comes, you're going to be ready and just flip it on and away you go. I do encourage people also, just as the weather warms up, just turn your air conditioner on, make sure it works so that the day it does want to turn hot, you know, at least it'll work. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, Turn that thing on before you really need it. Right. Just to make sure that everything is working properly, even if it's before you've had your maintenance done. Yeah, but I will Just tell you, sure. please take your cover, cover off. off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we take our cover offs now? Is it well, too early still? Peter would say, uh, if Peter was sitting in the chair today, he's probably got his off. Oh, he has his air conditioning running. Well, t- yeah. <laughs> if he'd have been home yesterday, his air conditioner would have been on. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you that. So uh, it is getting to that time. So as long as we're not going to freeze up anymore and no more snow, no more ice, uh, you can be pretty confident it's almost time to take your AC. Yeah. I, I'll probably wait till April 1st before I take mine off. But no yeah. fooling? No fooling. Okay. But thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Ba-doom-boom. Ba-doom. So uh, thank you, Richard, for that reminder of 
air conditioning and it yeah. will soon be here. So just keep that in mind. If you haven't got your AC maintenance booked, please give us a call and uh, get that done. Yeah. So we had a question from John. Uh, why is it so important to do a heat gain loss on a home when you're quoting a new unit or a new system? And well, we just talked about that earlier a little bit. Yeah. About so, sizing. Yeah. So it's like one size does, does not fit all, obviously. Right. So it is important that, you know, the only way to size an air conditioner or furnace correctly is to do what they call a heat heat load calculation. So yes. that is approved by the HRAI, which is the heating refrigeration um, group. And it's the only... It's the only recognized way of sizing air conditioning for your home. You might be in a bit of trouble. You might want to look at the phone line. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> hang on a second. Hello, Richard. Hello, Steve. And I'm not scared to call in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you typically just text, so, you know. Yes, I typically just text. That's why I didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> so we just congratulations on third place, throwing your name into the freight. Uh, Carl's bent a little bit out of shape because you're new. Oh, okay. I'm new too. Well, I'm new too. He's got a little, uh, let's say, um, high on himself last week. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Careful, was. He's probably still listening. He was strutting around a little bit like a peacock last week. That's for certain. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, well, I might as well get involved in this and see where everybody ends up. Yeah. So it was a it was a good competition, and uh, I do appreciate you uh, calling in and letting us know the reason that you picked your song, which was because of the impending heat coming up. Yeah, and that like as a service tech, when it does get hot, we run run around and fixing air conditioners, and it's amazing how many times. I hear, well, I was thinking about having it checked, but it worked good last year, so I didn't bother. Yeah. Right. And it, I, I went on that same thought with my water heater for too long, and then it let me down. Yep. And that's what happens. And unfortunately, you know, some people, you know, have real problems with the heat, and uh, simple maintenance could stop that from being an issue. Of course, when you have regular maintenance done, and equipment doesn't quit, then you start thinking, well, do I really need to have it done? And then you don't do it, and then it lets you down. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, you guys have a good day, and enjoy the damp weather. <laughs> <laughs> we shall do, and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Bye. Richard. Bye-bye. See you, Richard. See you, Richard. So, well, Carl? He's, 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 you know, he came in very strong with that song choice. It, it resonates well. It's actually kind of funny how it turned out today being so kind of damp and moist in the city. But you know what? It, people are excited about the summer, and he's right. You know, you guys said it yourself. AC's coming up. It is coming up. Yep. So, and the same thing go, applies to when you're sizing a furnace, you size the air conditioner at the same time. Because yes. uh, with, with our, our weather's gotten hotter, and we do these load calculations just to verify that that air conditioner is going to cool your house when you really, really need it. So really, we will, we will not, when we come into your house to do an assessment for you, we, we will always, always, always do a load calculation. Yes. And there's and government programs right now too? Yes, there upgrading? are. Yep. Actually, we just found out in, I was in a training uh, in Toronto for the past uh, two days on Thursday, Friday. We found that in Alberta that heat load calculation now has to be turned in. So 
gone are the days in Alberta anyways where they're just taking it saying that, well, we yes, we believe that you're doing it. Now they actually have to turn them in. So who knows? That may or may not come to Ontario. And if yeah. it does, you're going to have to get up to speed if you're a contractor. Yeah, and uh, I would think that uh, that would be coming to Ontario, I would think. Well, it's just it's the best thing for the customer. It just verifies that what we're doing is going to work and we're going to guarantee it and you're going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of your meeting there on the week or this week, did you uh, <laughs> come up with uh, an award for your uh, sales? Uh? Actually, yeah, our sales team, there's four of us, uh, Audrey, John, Adam, and myself. And Audrey and, and uh, Adam brought home some hardware, so they, they were recognized for their efforts last year. And, Congratulations uh, to them. Yeah, they well-deserved. They worked very hard. And John and I, uh, well, John and I got kind of an award of merit. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, it was a little... Um, Participation badge it was a uh, well. Which was it? It was a SpongeBob SquarePants medal. Excellent. Yes. Did you bring it today so we could see it? You know, I am. Um, I'm probably going to leave it on Peter's desk and let him ask. So, like, what's this about, Steve? Post it <laughs> on Facebook, maybe. I don't know if it'll make Facebook. I don't know. You should be proud of all your awards, Steve. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to both of you for. Uh, being here today and uh, helping me out as you always do. Yeah. I love having you both on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Carl, thank you. Always a pleasure. You always do a bang-up job back there. Oh, stop. Don't know what I would do without <laughs> you. So, it's that time. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. You can call Sarnia, 519-786-2373 or 1-866-EXPERTS. You're always online at RoyInch.com. Uh, you can listen to a podcast of this show at the RoyInch.com and hit the inch by inch button on the homepage. But just remember, as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Join us again next Saturday morning at 9 for a brand new episode. Or check out our show page for past episodes archived at am980.ca.